0: Thank you all so much. That was a beautiful song. Uh, You know, it all boils down to that old rugged cross and what Jesus did on that cross for us is where we're at today. And you know, you get to thinking, it shows a lot of pictures. Can you imagine that cross and all the blood that was shed upon that cross for our salvation and for all that Christ did All the agony and the pain. You know, I just can't help but think about that movie, The Passion. And it shows what, you know, Jesus going through all that, the lashes, the cat of nine tails, all the blood that, you know, it showed Mary down there on her knees, mopping up Jesus' blood, cleaning it up. I mean, it's just, and, and, and they say that chances are it was probably a lot worse than that. Uh, but we, we need to be so thankful. And to, tonight, I was just going to bring a short little message here. And I called it, I just said, it's just called the blood of Jesus. You know, we don't talk enough about the blood of Jesus. Too many churches, they just they don't preach on it anymore. You find a lot of them that they don't even sing the songs on it anymore. They say that blood is so gory and they just don't even like to talk about it. But, you know, it was the blood that gave us eternal life. It was the blood that saved us. It was the blood that forgave us of our sins so that we could have a closer walk with God. And uh, there's a scripture in the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. It's over in Leviticus. And it's in Leviticus 17, chapter 17, verse 14. And and this was said of the blood. And I'm just going to kind of paraphrase it really. For the blood is the life of all flesh. For without the blood, there is no life. Jesus shed his blood to give us life. You might say it's like when Jesus went to that cross, he was giving us a transfusion. He was giving us his shed blood so that we could have eternal life. It was through his shed blood that that, that we can be healed, that everything, you know, uh, takes place in our life because of the power of the blood that he shed for us. Uh, You know, there's a lot of people today think that the blood of Jesus is nothing more than just a story. There's a lot of people, they don't even want to talk about the blood. They don't want to hear about the blood. They don't want to mention the blood. But you know, nothing can be further from the truth that we still need that blood today. We need that shed blood in our lives today. Do you all realize what we do on the first Sunday of every month when we take communion? When you take of that, of that juice, that represents Jesus' blood. It represents his blood. He said, we're to get this blood in us and on us and through us. So when we take of this blood, the cracker represents the body, but the juice represents his blood. And we can't talk enough about the blood. Uh, there's so much that happens when he shed that blood and the power that 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 took place in the healings and in the forgiveness and everything that went on happened because of the shed blood and Jesus' willingness to lay down his life. You know, salvation and all the benefits that come with salvation are only through our faith and Jesus' shed blood. That's where salvation comes from. You know, just like it says, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. If Jesus hadn't shed his blood our sins could not have been forgiven, we'd still be in our sins. We'd still be on our way to hell. But when Jesus shed that blood, he said, I'm doing this for the remission of man's sins. He did it so that our sins could be forgiven. It's the blood that washed our sins away. It's the blood that hid our sins from Christ, I mean, from God. And... uh it was Jesus' blood that paid for all of our sins. It was his blood that redeemed us. It was his blood that restored us back to the favor and the fellowship of God. So the blood was doing all of this. The blood that Jesus shed, it was real. It was blood like what we have in our body. It ran out of his body. His blood was real. and uh, But his blood does not affect our lives until we put our faith in Him and in His shed blood. If we don't believe that that shed blood that Jesus shed and all that it did for us, it doesn't do us a bit of good. If we do not believe and have faith in Christ and His shed blood, you're not saved. I'm sorry. You're not saved. You have to believe. That's why we're called believers is to believe what the Bible says and the reason that Christ came was to give us eternal life, to forgive us of our sins so that one day we could be with him and the Father in heaven. And, uh, the you know, in the Bible it tells us that the just or the righteous or those, the believer, the ones that believe in Christ, shall live by faith. How many of us really walk in faith? How many of us... Just have the faith to believe that what God's Word says is true and that we can count on it and we can believe it. His promises are true. Whatever God has promised us, we can count on it. And too many of us, well, I don't know, you know, if I can believe all that or not. Well, that's what a believer is supposed to do. They're supposed to believe the Word of God believe what the word of God says believe what Jesus Christ did believe in his shed blood and all that that blood accomplished when he died and many of us we just think if, really if you was honest with yourself how many times do you really consider or think about what Jesus Christ's blood did for you sometimes it just gets so common and we don't talk about it we forget to even what the blood is about I love it when they sing songs about the blood because that stirs something back up that, oh, his blood, that precious blood, that power that, that he has in that blood and what that blood can do in our lives. And we need to keep the blood before us and keep it in remembrance. You know, even when we take communion, what does he say? And as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me. Remember what I did for you on that cross. Remember the salvation that I died to give you. Remember my shed blood so that you can have salvation, that you can have healing, that you can have your sins forgiven. And, and many times we don't think about it anymore. I mean, it just, I guess it, it, just, uh, it just becomes something we don't talk about. You don't hear, you, like I said, you don't hear many sermons anymore on the blood. And sometimes I feel guilty about that because I get to thinking about that, that. You know, you really need to do some more sermons on the blood so that we can keep the blood before people. That'll help them to remember all that the blood has done, what it's done in their life, and what it's still doing today. You know, it says that blood today is still just as powerful as it was the day that first drop fell. That's what they saw. I love that song. The blood has not lost its power. The blood is just as powerful today as it was the first day that the blood was, was fell from Jesus' wounds. <clears throat> and uh, But the Bible tells us, like I said, the just shall live by faith. Faith in Christ. This means our faith is supposed to have an effect on our life. Does your faith really have an effect on your life? It's supposed to be a, a determining factor of in what we believe and how we live. Our faith should, should, should be a way of life for the Christian. Faith in God, what His Word says, acting upon His Word, believing His Word, and walking in His Word. You know, I want to read a scripture here, and it's in the book of Romans, and it's Romans 3, it says, Romans 3.25, it says, Jesus, whom God set forth, or whom he sent to earth, to be a perpetuation through our faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission or the forgiveness of sin that are passed through the forbearance of God, Okay, I want to ask, what? <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> what is the meaning? perpetuation, What is the meaning? Sometimes we we say things and we don't even know what it means. This is very. This is a word. It's a Greek word. But what it means is perpetuation, that's what Jesus was. He came, and this is what it means. Perpetuation means to satisfy or to appease God's wrath against sin and to reconcile man's fellowship back to God that was lost when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. This, Jesus came to restore our fellowship back to God. He came to... To appease or, or, or to die, for so that God's wrath could pass over. You know, when you get into the Book of Revelations, all revelations and all the things that are going to happen in the in in the bowls, in the trumpets, and so forth, that there is God's wrath being poured out on those. Now remember, it's poured out on those who never accepted Christ. Because if you accepted Christ, you're in heaven. You're not going through it. But this wrath is for those who never accepted Christ, who, who has made fun of Christ, who has laughed at Him, who didn't believe in Him. Now they're going to pay the price. It said over there, in in, in, in I I, th- I think it was in the, the bowls, which is one of the... It's one of the worst of the things that are going to take place. It said that men, even though they went through all the things they were going through, they would not repent. They were so angry at God for the pain and the things they were going through, they cursed God. They wouldn't even repent. And God's wrath was being poured out on them for their sin that they would not recognize, they would not acknowledge, they would not repent of. They wouldn't even believe in God. They didn't believe in Jesus Christ. They was going to live their life the way they wanted. Now they're going to pay for it. And that's coming. So everybody that has believed upon Jesus Christ and received Him as their Lord and Savior, over in the book of Revelations, it says it was not appointed for us to go through the wrath. The wrath. God's punishment. We're not appointed to go through it. We're appointed. It's like I told you before. Once you get past the third chapter of Revelations, the church is not mentioned anymore until way down the line. Why? Because the church is in heaven. It's not here. But you do see about the things that are going to take place. You do see about the things that are going to happen. But the church will not be here. You know, when the rapture comes, we're going to be gone. Then the next thing that will happen will be the marriage supper of the Lamb. You know you're going to be in heaven heaven, because that takes place in heaven. So we're not going to be here if we are believers and true believers in Jesus Christ. Uh, But perpetuation just simply means to satisfy and appease God's wrath against sin. And uh, that's what Jesus did. God sent him to be sinned for all the world, and then die and get rid of the sin. You know, men have been restored back to fellowship with God, and His blessings in our life have been made possible by our faith in Jesus and His shed blood. You realize all our blessings? They come from God is because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ and what he did. That's all Jesus wanted to do, was please God when he came to this earth. He knew what he was going to go through. He knew the pain. He knew the agony. He knew what he was going to happen to him. But he said, I love you too much. I'm going to take your place. He took our place. He took our punishment that we deserved so that we wouldn't have to go through it. That's love. And that's how how Jesus felt about us. And, And then over here, I want to read another scripture here. It's Colossians. In chapter 1, verse 13 through 14. And it says, It says, It's only Jesus who has delivered us from the power of darkness, or evil, or from Satan, through our faith in him and because of his shed blood and has translated us or has brought us into the kingdom of his dear son through our faith in whom we have redemption or forgiveness through his shed blood even the forgiveness of all of our sins. If it hadn't been for Jesus says, shed blood like I said a while ago our sins could not be forgiven. We would still be in our sins today if Jesus had not come and shed his blood. And you know it is nothing but that Jesus shed blood and our faith in Jesus that can save us and give us eternal life. You know, there's a lot of people that say, Well, I don't even really know if I want to go to heaven. It sounds pretty boring. I oh, believe me, it's not going to be boring. I'd much rather be in heaven than burning in hell. And that's all the only two choices we have. To be in heaven or to burn in hell. And that choice is ours. It's our choice. And we can't blame anybody but ourselves if we don't get to heaven. And two, there's something else we need to remember. We have to remember and know that Jesus' death was a one-time sacrifice. In other words, Jesus is not coming back to die again on that cross. Once was all he was going to do it Once is enough He's not coming back Because just as Jesus said when he was on the cross It is finished Father it's true I have accomplished everything That you have sent me to do To bring man salvation Everything that, 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 that Jesus had to do He did To bring man salvation He did everything that God had sent him to do He left nothing out Jesus' shed blood, like I said, was a one-time sacrifice. And that shed blood was for all sin, bondage, guilt, sickness, disease, curses. And that list goes on and on. But it was Jesus' shed blood that took care of all that. You know, it was Jesus, our faith in Jesus, and our faith that gets us healed. It was his shed blood. That, that, that releases us from sin for for the forgiveness of sin you know as I was studying for this I, I run across a little deal here and I, I I guess I just want to read it right fast it's real short he said there are no problems or situations in our lives that are not covered by God's plan of redemption and Jesus is shed blood God knows everything that's going to happen in our lives, everything that's going on. God, through Jesus Christ, has made provision for us to go through these things and and not to suffer through them. He said, Jesus, my son, has already suffered for you. And here he says, Jesus' blood paid for everything. His blood paid for everything. You know, it talks in the Bible, it says, "And we sing a song. It says, we owed a debt that we could not pay, and he paid a debt that he did not owe. And in the Bible it says, "For you were bought with a great price. We were bought by the blood of Jesus and what he did on that cross. All his suffering, Everything he went through, he paid the price for our sins to be forgiven so that we could be restored and have eternal life in heaven, that we could be forgiven of God and have a, and, and have a good life here on this earth. And, uh, but Jesus paid for everything. He paid for everything. He released us from Satan's grip. You will read in the Bible, it tells us the moment that Jesus got on that cross, the moment he died, the moment he shed his blood, Satan was defeated. He was defeated by Jesus' death, burial, and his resurrection. We have power through our prayers, through our faith, in Jesus Christ through his shed blood. When you truly believe what Jesus' blood did, and all that he did was for us, it wasn't for him. He had no reason to have to come back to this earth except for us. He was at home in heaven. He was there with the Father. He was there with the Holy Spirit. The Trinity was all together in heaven. But Jesus stepped out of heaven to come to this earth to release us, and to save us from sin, and to save us from hell, so that one day we could have eternal life in heaven with him and the Father. Yet there is truly power in the blood of Jesus. It's more power than we can ever imagine how powerful and strong that that blood is. And we need to always keep in our mind that it was the blood of Jesus that cleansed us, saved us, And now it's getting us ready for heaven. But we have to believe in it, in Jesus' blood. We have to claim it. We have to receive it in faith and get it in us and on us to walk with Jesus. That blood is so important, and yet there's so little mention of it anymore. But it's the blood. It's the blood It's the life. Like I said a while ago, there's this scripture over here in Leviticus, for the blood is the life of all flesh. If you didn't have blood running through your veins, you would be dead. There would be nothing for the heart to beat, for the heart to pump through you. There would be nothing there. You would be a dead person without blood. And you know, over I think it's in Leviticus, I think it's 14, Chapter seventeen, verse fourteen, over in there. It says that when an animal was slaughtered for food, that when the, 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 the when they bled that animal out, they said the the blood was caught and then poured back into the ground. In other words, life, blood is life. Life was given back to the earth. It says that this body is from the dirt of the earth. It says. It says that we we are of dirt or dust. It says when we die, this body is going to stay here. It's going to return back to the dust from which it came, but the Spirit returns back to God who gave it. Ecclesiastics 7, verse 12 tells us that when this body dies it returns back to the earth from which it came but the spirit returns back to God who gave it remember when whenever God created man he piled up the dirt and then he breathed his own breath into that dirt we have we have life because of the breath of God he gave us life and then when we die he takes that spirit and back to heaven with him but this body goes back to the dust from which it came But it's very important that we understand and believe in the power, the strength of the blood. And know that it is only through the blood, only through the blood that we have eternal life. Through the blood and through our faith in Christ. But anyway, I just wanted to, to remind you how important the blood is. And we need to remember it. And chances are, I know, there's a lot of times that we forget. We need to talk more about the blood. We need to remember more about the blood. And that, like I said, on communion, that's what, the, that's what the juice represents, is the blood of Christ. He says, and it often as you take this... Do it in remembrance. In other words, he said, "Do it in remembrance of me. Do it in remembrance of what I have done for you, to give you eternal life and to give you forgiveness of sin." But anyway, I just wanted to bring that to know, to you tonight. It's just something that I feel like we just need to kind of keep before us, and that's the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and what it does. Can let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the blood that your son shed for us. Thank you for the forgiveness of the sin. Just like you said, Lord, for there is no forgiveness of sin without the shedding of blood. My son came, died on a cross. He shed his blood for the forgiveness of your sin so that you could have forgiveness. Lord, thank you for loving us that much. Thank you for for sending your son to die in our place to forgive us and to love us. Lord, may we, may we continue to remember his blood and all that he's done and the things that he's still going to do in our lives. So Lord, again, thank you for everything and thank you for the blood. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.